and uh, welcome to the uh, Be Diligent, Be Bold podcast. And um, here we're going to go over um, some things that are going to start a short series here on the fruit of the Spirit. But first, be diligent, be bold in Hebrews 11. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder that he is a reward of those who diligently seek him. Be diligent. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And be bold. In Hebrews chapter 4, uh, 16, Therefore, come boldly to the throne of grace. Come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And I'm sure we've all been in a time of need Come to the throne, boldly to the throne, uh, for his grace is available to you as a gift. All right, so we're going to do a series here on the fruits of the Spirit um, in Galatians 5, 16 through 26, and how to do a better job um, in receiving or being in the gifts of the Spirit, the good gifts of the Spirit, and... Um, like I said, we're going to start. And how do we how do we do that? Um, we're going to have a three part series, and the first part is going to be on thoughts, um, how to control our thoughts. Really difficult to do because um, our thoughts they just come in, they bombard us. Um, but I'm going to give you some tips and some keys on how to control those thoughts, um, and to help you with that. And then episode two. Uh, it's going to be on words, controlling our words. So it's important that our thoughts, that we don't start speaking them out as words because um, then worse things even come upon us. And the third episode to wrap it up is going to be on actions and how to control our actions. So how to better control our thoughts, our words, and our actions so that we can be in the fruit of the Spirit that they're talking about in Galatians. Because uh, if you're not in the fruit of the Spirit, um, you're walking in the flesh. You're walking in the flesh. And you're walking in the carnal world, the, uh, the world that we live in, which is, um, obviously, it's all around us all the time, bombarding us. And so we're going to start in Galatians 5 and 16. Um, and this is Paul talking to the churches of Galatia and um, trying to kind of get them back on track um, in their Christian liberty. Um so, 16, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. All right, lust of the flesh, right? That's, uh, that's a big deal. That's, it's easy to lust in the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. So right here, Paul is saying that our flesh and our spirit, they're fighting each other all the time. And I'm sure that battle is very real for everybody. It's even more real for others than it is for other people. Um, with the struggles um, that people go through um, with their flesh. And so Paul is saying that, you know, we fight against, those two forces fight against each other. And these are contrary to one another. And we just mentioned that. So that you do not do the things that you wish. So a lot of times we do things that we know we shouldn't be doing, that we wish we wouldn't be doing, but our flesh just overtakes our spirit. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. 
And I'm going to list these off, and it's going to be yeah, very clear. And Paul goes through about everything here. Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, hearsays, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So all those, those are all the bad things um, that our flesh wants us to do at times. And I think we've all seen them in the world, right? We've all seen hatred. Uh, there's plenty of that around. Contentions, we've seen that. Jealousies, right? It's, um, it can be easy to be jealous. Uh, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Outbursts of wrath, uh, selfish ambition. Outbursts of wrath, that's, you know, when I'm farming, I can get frustrated. I'm a farmer, and when things don't go well. I can get a little frustrated and uh, have an outburst of wrath. So, you know, that's something that I need to be working on, too. Selfish ambitions, right? Um, there's a lot of people, selfish ambitions, um, adultery, all this. This is all drunkenness, murders, all stuff we're familiar with in the world, okay? So, what are the fruits of the Spirit? Um, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, Peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, or patience. Against there is no such law. So I hope you'd agree with me that it'd be better to have those things than the, than the, the fleshly lusts that were mentioned beforehand. So I hope you all agree we'd like to have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, uh, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Um, and we're probably going to focus on the self-control part the most because um, our thoughts, our words, and our actions kind of boil down to self-control. Uh, so just to finish this off, if we live in the Spirit, let's, uh, let us also walk in the Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Okay, so... All right, so we've gone through the fruits of the Spirit, kind of the good and the bad, and our flesh will kind of lust um, against our spirit and how those two don't really work together very well at all. And I think that we've all experienced that. Um, that's very evident in the world that we live in, even in our daily lives, even for born-again Christians. You know, this is uh, difficult to uh, control these things. So let's start off and uh, go through some Bible verses here. Let's start off at Matthew fifteen nineteen. Matthew fifteen nineteen. Um, just so we can start uh, diving into what the Word says about our thoughts. So in this section, um, Jesus is talking about defilement coming from within us. And how we defile ourselves, it starts from within. Um, and starting from within, that's our thoughts. You know, we get down to verse 18. Um, but those things that would proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. But those things which proceed out of the mouth, and that's your words. We'll be talking about that in the next section. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts. Verse 19, for out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts. And then what are some, and those evil thoughts, what do they turn into? Jesus says, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, fault and witnesses, blasphemies, um, the, the stuff that our flesh wants us to do. And so everything starts with a thought. All your, your, when you, your words, your actions, they all start with a thought. 
right? We, when if you want to watch the news, um, and you hear murders and um, all the bad things, those start as thoughts, okay? Adultery, um, addictions, um, you know, unforgiveness, strife, envy, jealousness. You know, a lot of that stuff, drunkenness, the stuff that with the flesh that Paul was talking about, it starts as thoughts. And we, you start dwelling on those thoughts. And if it gets serious enough, those thoughts become words and those words become actions. And sometimes our thoughts are just enough to make us do actions um, without speaking words. And so that's why it's so important in this beginning step to try to control the th our thoughts the best we can so we don't get in trouble, so our flesh doesn't take control. All right, so we're going to head over to Romans next. Romans 8, 5 through 8. Romans 8, 5 through 8. And starting at 5, for those who live according to their flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. And that's what I was just talking about, is that for those those who live according to the flesh. So here it's kind of saying that you have a choice. You have a choice. For those who live according to the flesh, you're choosing to live by the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. Okay? Set their minds on things of the flesh. And it's those things that Paul was mentioning um, in the first part of Galatians that we read there. Um, but those who live according to the Spirit, they set their minds on things of the Spirit. Okay? So here we have the, the two contradicting uh, forces again, um, our flesh and our spirit. Those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. So first step is try not to live in that fleshly world, um, but live... With the Spirit, and how does that, you know, how do we do that? Uh, meditate on the Word of God, the Living Word of God, reading our Bible, reading the Word, because this is alive, and there's so much information. There's revelation knowledge in here. There's wisdom in here. Um, you know, praise, music, um, stuff like this. I'll get into more of that later. Let's continue on, because we're only in the fifth verse here, having the sixth verse. For to be carnally minded, so that's worldly minded. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Who wants life and peace out there? Who wants life and peace? I hope everybody does. Because the carnal mind is the enmity of God. So the carnal mind does not line up with God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But if you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of the God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. When you become born again, you get the Spirit of God in you. And then you're his. You're one of his children. You're, you're a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Okay, so again, I was talking about our flesh and our spirit and how they contradict each other. And that we should live according to the Spirit, not according to the flesh. Okay, so let's just go down to Romans a little bit farther. Uh, this is this is really good here. This is really 12.2. 12.2. Do not be conformed to the things of this world. Okay, we were just talking about the world and being carnally minded. Okay, do not be conformed to the things of this world. But be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. By the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. 
All right. This is where it boils down to renewing our mind. Renew our mind. So we have to think differently. If you don't like where you are, if you don't like where your thoughts are, you have to change your thought process. You have to change the way you think. So um, let me, I'll give an example of that in, in just a second. Well, I'll give it right now. Let's say somebody, um, you know, smoking and we want to, and let's say they, the pastor speaks over them. You're, you're no longer a smoker, you know, you're, you're done with that. You don't need it anymore. And you receive that and you say, praise the Lord. I am not a smoker anymore. And you go home that night and you're, you're praising God, you're thanking God that you're not a smoker anymore, that you don't have that desire with you anymore and that it's gone, it's taken away, okay? Now, the next morning when you wake up, what's your flesh going to want? Your flesh is probably going to want a cigarette. And what is your thought process going to be? Are you going to be thinking like you had always thought, I need that cigarette, I want that cigarette? Are you going to renew your mind? You're going to renew your mind, dig into the Word of God, and say, that is not who I am anymore. That is not who God wants me to be. That is not the image that God um, wants me to be. So you have to renew your mind. You have to think differently. Okay? And how do we do that? How do we do that? I know um, our thoughts, it's hard to stop our thoughts from coming into our mind. We'll get to that in just a second, how to control our thoughts. Um, do a better job of it, okay? Um, it's not easy, um, but let's go to Second Corinthians. It's gonna, that's going to be the start of telling us how we can control our thoughts here in Second Corinthians. So renewing your mind. You have to think differently. You have to think differently. If you keep thinking the way that you always thought before, you're going to want the same fleshly things that you wanted before. So you have to change that thought process. Okay, so let's go to 2 Corinthians. How do we change that thought process? In here, uh, Paul is talking about the spiritual war in 2 Corinthians. Okay, and here we're talking about the flesh again. He's talking about the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Okay, here's where the rubber's starting to meet the road. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bring every thought into captivity to the beings of Christ. Bring every thought into captivity to the beings of Christ. What Paul is saying here is that those thoughts that you have, do they line up with the Word of God? Do they line up of who God says you are in Christ? Do your thought, does that thought line up with anything in the Word of God? If it doesn't, you have to try to cast it out. You have to change what you're thinking about. Okay, so how do we change what we're thinking about? Easier said than done, right? Okay, so let's just do a quick exercise here um, and thinking. So I want you to visualize um, numbers 1 through 10. Okay, so start thinking about, you see those numbers 1 through 10, and we're going to count, okay? Starting at 1 and going through 10. I want you to visualize those numbers um, as we're counting. Okay? So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Pink elephant! Pink elephant in the zoo! Pink elephant! All right. So let me guess. You stopped thinking about counting 
and you were thinking about a pink elephant. I don't know what your pink elephant looked like, but I bet you stopped thinking. Your thoughts left your counting and the numbers, and your thoughts started to think of a pink elephant because you introduced a new thought. Okay, you introduced a new thought. And you introduced that because you heard something, and that changed your thoughts. How does faith come? By the way, by hearing and hearing the Word of God. That's how faith comes. That's how you build your faith, by hearing stuff. Whether you're talking it to yourself, saying it out loud, or hearing somebody else talk about it, faith comes by hearing. Okay, so by hearing, your thoughts changed. Okay, so what do you put into your head? Okay, if it's going to be garbage in, it's going to be garbage out. Okay, so you start having thoughts that you know are, are not... Um, they they don't line up with the Word of God, you know. You have to change. Identify who you are in Christ and speak that out. Speak that out. Speak it. I'm a believer. I'm redeemed. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm I'm financially. Um, I'm not broke. Um, I've been delivered from this. I've been delivered from that. I'm free because I am in Christ. Whatever it is that you may be going through. I come to you, Lord. I come to the throne of grace. I'm diligently seeking after you by reading the word, listening to teaching on YouTube or podcasts or reading books or reading the word of God. Find those sources of information to input into your thoughts. Find sources of information that you are going to be spiritually fed and feed that into your mind to help control your thoughts. So if your thoughts start to drift, you have places to go to put new thoughts into your mind. Okay? So that is the process of how we do that. Now, it's hard to control your thoughts um, if you have stuff like unforgiveness in your heart, if you have strife, envy, covetousness, if you're angry about something. Because if you have that stuff in your heart, it's just, it's going to be a focus for you. It's going to be a focus for you. None of that stuff that I mentioned, unforgiveness, strife, envy, covetousness, anxiousness, worriness, um, anger, okay? None of that stuff is from God. God doesn't want you to have any of that. That's not the fruit of the Spirit. What's the fruit of the Spirit again? Okay, love, joy, peace, patience, okay, self-control, Okay, those are, those are the things that we want to be possessing. So if especially if you have unforgiveness or strife in your home or if you're just envy and jealous, of, but the unforgiveness, it's it's hard to get anywhere if you have unforgiveness in your heart. So you got to get your heart right. Okay? Got to get your heart right to receive that these fruit of the gifts. Okay? So, again, how do we control our thoughts? Okay? By what we put into our mind. If you feel your thoughts going the wrong way, you need to find whatever it is. Maybe you even just need to start to think about tasks that you need to do the next day. What do you need to do tomorrow? Who do you need to call? What do you need to accomplish? Where, what errands do you need to run? Okay, change your thoughts. you got to get a new thought in there to kick the old thought out. Okay, so crocodile. Crocodile. So what do you think about now? You're thinking about a crocodile. You just you weren't thinking about what I was saying. Now you're thinking about a crocodile. So I know 
might be kind of a silly example of how your thoughts can change, but if your thoughts change what I was talking about, okay, that's evidence of how we can control our thoughts a little bit better. So find places to get spiritually fed, to meditate on the Word, or to be taught in the Word, or find your favorite praise and worship bands and crank it up, okay? Um, so episode two is going to be about our words. Um, episode three is going to be about our actions. And before we go, I just want to make sure that uh, if you have not made Jesus Christ the, your Lord and Savior, to do that. To do that. That is the most important decision you'll ever make, and you could do it at any time. Romans 10, 9 says, You believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved. Romans 10, 9 and 10, 10. Okay, Romans 10, let me just find that quick. You can draw a line on the sand any day, any day, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in him, your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made until salvation. So Jesus, make Jesus the Lord of your life. Make that decision. Make that most important decision. You can do it any time. You can do it in the middle of the night. You can do it in the morning. Do it any time. Ask Him to come to you. Received the gift. Received the gift. Okay, you don't you don't have to beg God for it. Just receive it. Just receive it. And you'll be made new. You'll be a new creature in Christ. Okay, but you have to renew your mind. You can't. You have to renew your mind, and and your actions need to change. Maybe. Um, but you can be a new creature in Christ. So, hope you're joining me for episode two on your words.